0: This is Fun Employment Radio. (laughs) 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 Uh, Joining us now, we have. Mr. Gabe Dinger. Oh, hey, guys. Hello, Gabe. Hi, Gabe. Good to be here.
1: Um, Every time you come, I'm reminded of the fact you still haven't started your Paranormal Power I I know.
2: I think about it all the time. (laughs) I I still have the URL, it's still there. And and it's funny, like, now paranormal podcasts are like there are tons of them. Yeah. There are tons of them. But we have that.
1: I know that you've talked about, like, Sasquatches or anything. Are there any, like, new paranormal experiences lately that either of you feel would be good for a podcast?
2: There's, well, there's been some more UFO stuff. Yeah. You, well, and the fella from Blink-182. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah like the, everyone's like, what an idiot. Like He's not going to go on tour with a successful band to do alien stuff? And right. And then the government's like, we're hiring this dude because like he showed some stuff that we didn't know how he got.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. what? I know. It's Tom like, who DeLon. knew yeah. that he would have that kind of access? I know it's one of those... It's weird, because I, I think I was one of the people that made fun of that, too. Yeah. I mean, well, who wouldn't?
2: It's ridiculous. Who wouldn't? Yeah. <laughs> it's a multi-platinum... You know, you're right. going to make a fortune. The music never did anything for me personally, but, <laughs> right. but I... Drop everything and go on tour, but no. Right. And he's like, No, nah.
1: he's fully committed to the alien thing. Yeah. Yeah. this could be paranormal pals. And, could and be that like, could be
2: part of it. Even yeah. the pitch was wild because he's like, Yeah, you know, we're doing these like research things with like actual government agencies and TV. And you're like, <laughs> What? This doesn't <laughs> what sound, this isn't serious. And it was super serious. <laughs> it was. I tried to get him on the show. Really? Yeah. Talked along? Yeah.
1: Oh. I did love me some Blink-182. To go 182, from that
2: angle, too. See, Blink-182 for me, because I was a little punk rocker yeah. growing up. But, um, oh, I got, and they were
1: like the fake punk rockers? Well,
2: and yeah. so when I went to my first punk show, it was like the coolest thing. Like, I was like, I saw kids outside of my school, and you know, it yeah. felt like this cool, unique thing. And then that following summer, Dude Ranch came out, and all the people who I was trying to get away from at punk shows started coming to punk shows, and I was just like...
1: I hate you guys. That makes sense. Goddamn
0: Blink-182.
2: No, yeah. It was like
1: Pennywise. Like every frat yeah. dude like, got a copy of... Um, Bro-him. Yes, bro Because <laughs> I really like it. I'm just like, oh, God. And I see like the, you know some douchebag. I'm like, oh, wait, you're singing that too? Never mind.
2: But I will say this. I heard um, a Blink-182 song on the radio the other day, and like a total old man, I was like, well, it's better than the garbage the kids are listening to now. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. like oh, no. I Like, I just – I'm okay with Blink-182 because I don't understand Billie Eilish or right. whatever.
1: Yeah. I don't un- – Okay, can we I didn't be know who people? she was. I know that she has, like, greenish hair and she, like, whisper sings. That's yeah. all I know. And I she
2: didn't know who she saying. was, and uh, I was on tour with Ron Funches and Blair Saki, this other comedian, and she was like... You know who Billie Eilish is. And I was like, I don't. I have no clue. (laughs) Not
1: trying to be like kitschy.
2: (laughs) But also, like, you know, because then the big thing with her was like, she didn't know a Van Halen song. Yeah. She didn't know who Van Halen was. Why should she? She's
1: 17
2: years old.
1: She's only 17. Oh, yeah. She's a child. She's
2: a child. Like, I'm 35, and Van Halen was barely relevant when I was a kid. Well, and that's the thing for her. I mean, if you
0: think about that, that's like a, yeah, that's a band that was relevant 20 years before she was born.
2: Yeah. Like, I can't name... Hits from 20 and one of these years ago. People before yelling I was at born. a
1: child about, <laughs> out, like, we're not hearing the about
2: internet. It. The, yeah. You know. The internet, that yeah. makes sense. So. Like she knows bands you don't know. So. Yeah, I,
1: no, I was asking <laughs> exactly. my friend's kid the other day, um, like, what she listens to, and she's like, you wouldn't get it. And it was, like, all, like, like, Lil, then then, like, some sort a lot of, of lils. pill or, like, some sort Lil of. Lil yeah. Zan. Yeah, there's Lil Zan.
2: There's all. L- little Pump. Yeah, when, yeah. We were, when we were. I know, so gross. Like, hip hop was all about the ice. It was all ices. It was. Now it's all lil's. It's all lols. Yeah, that's true.
1: And lots of face tattoos.
2: Yeah. That. That and it's funny, like, because really bad ones. Too. Mike Tyson was probably the first big name face tattoo, and he everyone was, was like, "That is crazy." And now it's just like, "No, it just means you believe in your career."
3: <laughs> that's true. I mean,
1: this just won't take anything away from him That's a look. He yeah.
2: believes in his art. He he got always sleepy tattooed underneath <laughs> his eyes.
1: Oh my god, was that the little Zan guy? No,
2: that's Post Malone.
1: Oh boy, Post
2: Malone is always. This is when tired. I feel
1: old. I'm like. I know that everyone says this when they get older, but I'm like, was it really this stupid when we were kids?
0: Yeah, like probably. There's probably, was, probably people that I mean, thought
1: it kids was kids on the block, you know, trying to do like sexy dances and what? stuff. To like t- t- and do you ever see baggy
2: and... pants, like photos of people wearing baggy pants yeah. from right. the 90s? And you're like, oh my, what were we doing? Oh yeah, oh,
0: the baggy <laughs> pants, Jenkos.
1: <laughs> yeah. I never um, wore Jenko. I had friends oh, so. that Did you have a, I had a
2: pair of Jenkos? Oh,
3: Gabe had Jenkos. but not
2: before they went all goth and like super giant when it was just like a skater brand. Like, yeah, they were my. Because back then, like, I didn't know how to find baggy pants because, you know, it was still, like, Levi's and stuff. So, Jenkos were the only, like, actual whoa, whoa, whoa. baggy – I wore I wore them every day.
1: Oh, my friend day. Monica, who was super cool, her name was Monica Reynoso, and she would wear <laughs> her Jenkos and she looked so cool. And I tried them on, but I could – I just felt like I could never pull them off.
2: Yeah. 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 yeah, I couldn't do the, like, big, like, bigger-than-your-feet, like... Those no. ones were ridiculous, yeah. like,
1: garbage can size. Yeah, when like. it went
2: to, like, the industrial goth, like, fashion thing. With, that's the, whole, when with it... the
1: braver kids took it over. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, for me, I have short legs anyway,
0: so I, they would never fit. Like, like jeans always bunch up but on the bottom. you
1: could have your mom cuff them for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: true, I could. But with those, I would just trip over them. That's all it would work. So, yeah, so I never got into the because I'm like, nah, I, I physically can't wear those. Well, and then I'll in Oregon, down. like,
2: they <laughs> would start getting wet at the bottom right yeah your dirty
1: tatters (laughs) it was
2: the worst
1: (laughs) i think we need to have some sort of Jenko party at some
2: point (laughs) i I, I heard they were trying to come back really yeah that they were trying to hit you know i know they're big with like the 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 insane
0: clown posse crowd oh for sure the icp crowd i think likes the uh, Jenko. yeah that just
1: makes all the sense yeah It, it genuinely does
0: yeah that's what i associate it with now for sure. Janko
1: yeah. is attempting a comeback. Right? Yeah. They're still selling their jeans for like $150.
2: Dang. I mean, it's a lot of fabric.
1: It is. <laughs> it's a lot of fabric. <laughs> oh, sorry, now I'm going to be fascinated.
0: <laughs> right? I know, that's easy to go down. So we
1: were talking about Parent hole Pals, and then we were yeah. talking before the show, we were going to go back to...
0: Well, I just want to s- state that Gabe said he's a bathroom guy. That was it. Just that phrase <laughs> just, oh, just out of
1: context. And just that, and then let's move
0: yeah. on to... No, no. No? I, did, I
2: have I have a bladder of a thimble. Like, I... <laughs> I do, do I. I do not like the slightest amount of bladder discomfort. If I feel like I sort of have to pee, that's all I can think about. Gabe,
1: I am exactly <laughs> on your same level. If I have just peed and then I know I'm going somewhere and I'm near a bathroom right then, I'll probably try and go and pee uh, again yeah, one more time.
2: But I also worry about, like, the floodgate. So, like, if I'm getting on a flight, I'm like, I cannot pee until we are in the air yes. or else oh, I'll pee. And then as soon as they're like, and they're right, hit we're some turbulence yeah, and then, Yeah. And then you're stuck there for another half hour before
0: you can actually... Oh, uh, it's...
1: That the happened on my last pl- uh, flight when I was coming back um, from California. Is, like we were stuck on the um, taxiing for a really long time, uh-huh. and then when we were in there there was turbulence, and so everyone you could see everyone had to pee. Yeah, and so by the time it was done, like the entire like hallway or you know like row was full of people waiting in line.
0: See, we, we were talking about flights is how this came up because you two both prefer the aisle seat because mm-hmm. of the bathroom. Absolutely, side. absolutely. See, and I'm a window. I actually I try not to use the bathroom when I'm on a flight. Like
1: yeah, tell Gabe oh. about what you do.
0: I'll I'll hold it.
1: Greg is like a little kid who will be like on a like a seven hour flight and he will just not pee no uh, matter what internal damage. Not seven
0: hour. Well, I did six hours. That was a bit much. That was pushing it because I like to get like once I get my like, window seat. But why? Because I just don't like to get up and I don't like walking past people or You'd interacting. Just be and, full. Oh yeah. No. And I, full. I like
2: walking past all the people. and seeing, like who's what they're sleeping. To. Yeah. Oh
1: like yeah. Like see what they're watching. Uh,
2: yeah. I'm a, I'm a nosy fella. Oh, that's <laughs> true too.
0: That is kind of fun.
2: I didn't think of it from that aspect. I was on a flight one time and it was right when um Avengers Endgame came out. And it was on Delta. Delta has like the, all the Marvel movies oh. and uh the entire plane was watching it. Wow. Like every no one was anyone watching something was watching Avengers Endgame and at relatively the same point. Because you can only, you know, hit the videos after the announcements and all that.
1: Oh, yeah, because it could, keeps, like, stopping and starting. Yeah, yeah. so yeah.
2: everyone's, like, at relatively the same point watching the same movie. I was like, oh, oh cool. that's cool. That reminds kinda cool. me of
1: old flights. I totally just flashed back to flying when I was younger where you would all watch the same movie. Yeah. Be oh, yeah, like the one screen, screen would come down. Yeah. yeah. When did that – that just stopped. Well, oh. I, I think
2: was when technology t- yeah tablet technology and <laughs> mm. screens were able to to be a lot smaller which is know. way better so yeah. much better I know I just
1: remember being grateful for like it was always some like shitty one off movie you know that nobody right. wanted to see and
2: then like three episodes of like scrubs <laughs> yes, yeah. No, <laughs> totally, yeah yeah <laughs> just something random okay. <laughs> guess, that well, is true you got a lot more options now I mean even when it went to the
0: screens it used to just be like one or two movies
2: well and, oh, and yeah. now a lot of them they'll have even more if you have their app downloaded yes. they'll have even more like movie and tv choices. Ooh. I mean because yeah. of
0: that limited previously that how much they limited it to, I was forced to watch Monster in Law, which I have seen and um, oh, was it Under what the Tuscan, said, Tuscan Jennifer... Sun or some, something <laughs>
2: like that? Like
1: Nobody forced you to watch Under the yeah, Tuscan Sun. Well, I had to you, watch you something. You could
2: have just not put the headphones on. I could in. have not watched. But
1: <laughs> it was like a
0: clockwork orange <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you Eyedropper. <laughs>
2: yeah. Why are you so playing bad? music behind this movie?
1: <laughs> what is the last movie that you have, that you guys have watched on a plane? Oh gosh. I just, um, remember, I just I was just on a plane so I watched Annabelle coming home and I kept getting really weird looks from the people next to me cuz it's like a horror doll movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh
2: I tend oh, to man, I watch, watch comic book movies on him, Um but I I actually think the last one was there's something about Mary.
1: That's a good one. Cuz oh, what solid. and
2: airplanes also edit uh, content? Yeah. So I love seeing like oh, the what how they, they choose edit to edit. Yeah, and and how and a lot how of How did movies, they edit the hair scene? Uh they, they, It still is it's as, still in as there. it was. But things like um, when Magda, when the guy's like looking through his binoculars. Oh, and, with her
1: uh, flopping boobs. <laughs> yeah, they
2: take that out. And there's like a whole extra scene in there to make up for the stuff they cut out,
1: huh, which really? a lot of
2: movies will do that. They'll have like extra scenes that go in the edited versions or the TV versions. I didn't realize That's, that, and now
1: that now so I, 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 I dig the looking
2: at those that makes me more
0: interested in watching it then if it's edited just yeah. all
1: the they things did. they took out of Under the Tuscan Sun <laughs> 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 all those special extras I really have no idea what I that was movie's forced about. to
0: <laughs> um, I'm seeing a note here in the in our live chat Courtney just said you could have read a book
2: no yeah you totally could have read it. and I do that a lot <laughs> I read I read uh, comics on planes yeah yeah that's I, like well, that's good. Com- Does
1: anyone ever talk to you about them?
2: No, but there was this one time where I was in a middle seat, and uh this lady it was me and another guy, and this lady was like or I think she was the middle seat, and she seemed like a little like kind of timid since it was two guys, mm-hmm. and I pulled out a comic book, and she immediately like her body language lightened <gasps> up. She's like, oh, okay.
3: <laughs>
1: this guy's a nerd.
2: Yeah, okay. I, I could take him. I, I could take him. If it, if it gets weird.
1: That is perfect to read on a plane. I brought – um, I've just reread the Sandman series again. So I was just reading it on the plane. And it is, like, nice. You can look at the nice pictures, relax. Yeah. yeah. Nothing yeah. too intense. Because I'm always afraid I'm going to accidentally bring a book or watch a movie that has something – because I'm afraid of flying. Mm-hmm. So oh. There's going to be something to do with, like, a plane crash or something happening.
2: The so, uh, I was on a flight one time that that Denzel Washington movie Flight – was oh, on, oh, on there. It's horrible. And I was like, this is not something to have <laughs> no. on a flight. I still get nervous on planes too. You do? Yeah. I, I don't like uh landings.
1: I don't I don't like taking off.
2: I don't mind taking off because that makes sense to me. Like an engine is pushing you against gravity. Like the
1: momentum you're going up. But yeah.
2: landing Is just falling. Yeah, like they're yeah they're they're controlling it, but you are falling, and I just don't like the idea. Like it's still every time, and and I fly, you know, two three weeks a month. You know, I'll I'll be on a plane, and it's still still doesn't work. Grabbing the elbow rest, and yeah, when uh, Ron Funches, who I tour with, when he was riding in coach with me, he would like always laugh at me when I would just like grip on the thing, (laughs) yep. That's Sarah. I've accidentally grabbed yeah.
1: like, strangers' hands when I mean, I've not meant to, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Like a like a, a rich businessman, I accidentally touched once. I'm like, I'm sorry. I
2: had a lady comfort me one time. Oh. <laughs> she's was, she was like, It's gonna be okay.
1: Oh, oh wow! I've had people yeah, try so- to distract because they can see how scared I am, and like it's like another like motherly figure where she's tried to distract me. Yeah. Like oh well, what are you watching on the thing? I'm like, I'm watching a movie. <laughs>
2: I, I fell asleep on a flight one time before we took Lucky. off. Yeah, before we even took off. And when we landed, for whatever reason, I thought that I had fallen asleep at the wheel driving. Because you you know oh, the tires no. make that kind oh, of Yeah, oh,
0: it yeah. sounds like
2: gas. Yeah. And so when I woke up I it startled me awake and I made this sound like <laughs> and the lady sitting next to me just started cracking. Up. She was like, Oh, you are out like a like a like a log or whatever <laughs> yeah. you're out like uh it was oh, the the best. I am
1: so lucky. That is my dream to be able to fall asleep on a plane. See, and
0: that's what I I like Does flying like a, a lot. I, I enjoy it. Gabe, I have to poke him on to plane. keep him
1: awake before we even take <laughs> no, off. No, like, I like, I'm terrified. I
0: like being awake for takeoff, but I always fall asleep before it happens. Mm-hmm. There's that's something funny. about the it's the hum just like puts me out. So it's that it's that yeah, the hum of the engine or something.
2: The best sleep on a, a plane I got was coming back from Amsterdam. Uh, so it's one of those planes where it's like three rows of seats, and yeah. so mm. I was in the middle row, but we didn't have anyone in the seat next to us, and the guy on the other end fell asleep right away. So I was able to like kind of like put my feet up on the oh yeah on the second half <laughs> yeah, and in on flights to Europe you get free like wine, wine and beer, and so the flight attendant came by and I was she was like, do you want uh, a wine? And I was like, I was like, yeah, could I get two? And she was like you could have three. (laughs) And she gave me three little bottles of wine and put those down right, stretched out on that extra seat and I was out. Oh, that's perfect. Perfect.
3: I got oh, lucky on this
0: last one where, uh, for some reason, the row I was in, the other two people didn't show up. Oh, that's, I had three seats to myself. That's the best. It was yeah, and the people coming across, back from Hawaii, coming back from Hawaii. Oh, that's yeah. Nice. And the people across the hall from me, and I wouldn't have minded you know if one of them wanted to sit there so, as long as we kept the middle seat. But they were all three like packed in, and this woman's just glaring at
2: me Oh, like I love the whole it. time. I'm like it's sorry, it's not my Damn. fault. I mean, that's not your fault. Yeah. I, I fly so much, like that. I I just I'm like the comfy guy on a plane. Like I take my shoes off, on a, like I wear okay, socks. I wear disc- socks. Okay,
0: I wear socks. This is a discussion we've had on this show before. That I've mean, gotten a lot time. of shit for this because I think as long as your socks are clean yeah. and you keep them under. Like you're not like putting them on people or putting them up in the air exposing Or jamming
1: them between the seats. No, you put them
0: underneath the seat in front of you. I think you're fine.
2: And I always shower before a yeah. flight. So like I'm clean. They're clean socks. If it's cross country, am, if it's more than four hours. You I have am that, so glad to the have, the have some USA backing pre-check? on this. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I signed up for it to to get interviewed for it. It's but magic. Oh, it's so magic. Yeah. When I travel with Ron, he has it. So if they book the flight, our flights together – I get it. Huh. And then when we were travelling with uh Blair Saki this last summer, she had it so I would get it through through her. So I was just like, no, I don't need it but then like I flew out here and I had to go through Just the regular – and I was like, this is
1: awful. Oh, it's awful. It ruins you. Yeah. When I was flying back from L.A., um, my friend and I had it and then my other friend and her daughter didn't. And they were stuck – Jessica and Berlin were stuck in that line for probably like a half hour. Oh,
2: yeah. I also had the the clear for about a year. I I did that where – What's that one? It's super invasive. So you, (laughs) you have to give them your thumbprint and your retina.
1: Whoa, retina. They did, had to, I I did be fingerprinted print. for the
2: not a retina scan. Yeah, though. not a Yeah, retina th- so the clear thing, like they you give them your thumbprint and they scan your eye. But then when you go to the airport, you don't have to pull out your ID. You don't have to pull out your ticket. What? They they have all your <laughs> Is this information. like a super like
1: rich person thing or what is it? it? Yeah, it's like a
2: hundred bucks a month and uh yeah, it's just to expedite you know, going through Where do lines. You, what up. line do you go through? How do you? Get they in? have their. So if you go to the Portland airport, uh-huh. you'll uh-huh. see like they have this little clear booth. You just go up there, you scan your thumb, and they'll they escort you to the front of the line. Wow. Whether you're pre checked or not, you what? get escorted to the front of the line, and and then go on. Have line. you ever
1: seen any of the special celebrity airports? Because I was seeing these updates like Chrissy.
2: What do you mean Tegan? special celebrity airport? All right.
1: So Chrissy T- Teigen, is that yeah. how you say it, who's married to John Legend, she had all these people, like regular people asking her, like, sp- the special celebrity stuff. And she was talking – they're like, how do you get through airport security? And she was talking about how in a lot of airports there's a different terminal, like, a, a mile away. Right. That people go and get – like, celebrities go get scanned and then get that, shuttled in to their planes.
2: Huh. I uh, I knew a fellow who was uh, Tom Petty's road manager. And they would charter planes, and he was like, "There's no security. Like, if you charter a-, a plane on your own, it's very like welcome. You know, occasionally like the the aviation administration or whatever <laughs> would have someone there, but more times than not,
1: you can just kind of fly. Just in like, you and just do what you walk want. on
2: and get on, and yeah. yeah, yeah. So it is
1: like in a movie. Like, yeah, where there's nobody there, and you're just like prancing up to your private plane.
2: He he also said he was like. He was like, yeah, every every time we would go to Europe, we would bring two pounds of grass with us. But that was for everyone. That was for <laughs> crew and and performers. And he was like – and about halfway through in Europe, we would have to get some more. <laughs> oh, my god. But it's – yeah, I mean oh, – yeah, so Do they
1: have clear at PDX? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. OK,
1: our friend um, – because we have a friend who travels a lot. and I believe she's... it's at PDX. OK, awesome. She's very excited about
2: Yeah, it. It. it's not at, at everywhere yet, but – and it is like – super like when they're scanning your eyes you're That's like so you're like this is weird but right. it's also like i don't know i'm like i'm not looking to be like a huge criminal or anything yeah. so i i like the idea of the government knowing where i am <laughs> you know like i don't want to i don't want to die and no one know where i'm at i like that they could like they, give, they can give me the chip you. give me the, i'll take the chip would you get the chip? I probably
0: would. I I know I work with a guy who, oh my God, you guys both who got you totally chipped. get the chip. Yeah. I might get the chip. I'm I not don't sure. Want the chip. So there's a there's a guy at work who's at Digital Trends who Drew, he's had, I think he has two different ones that he's had implanted. I watched them do one of them and it was really weird. This, like, guy, it seemed like it was some guy who made this up in his garage and he's like, no, let me put it in. Drew's like, all right. <laughs> so oh, so it's like this weird tool he had and he, uh, he put it in. So it's in like the web. Oh, just one of those like Yeah, and like, kind yeah, of just and, like plops put it, it in. in. I mean, it was bloody and yes. Ew. got it in there. So now he can use it and, and program it like an NFC chip. So he can scan different things. So at where where the office is there the elevator you need a key card to like scan up to it well he just had his hand programmed for that code so he can just walk up and swipe his hand and the elevator will open That's, and pick him up
2: and like uh, it yeah. would be great to un- like unlocking doors and, like I would yeah. they're definitely but I wouldn't want it like
1: I don't know if so I'd you can never it lose his-
2: yeah like if I could feel where it was I don't think I would like no. that like I would la- prefer like a swallow like something you swallow the chip and it's just in you yeah and then it's just there <laughs> it's just, it just hangs out yeah it's just kind of I
1: will say I do I, I've got a new used car but it is one of those magic ones that it does open like once you just touch it Cool. It never gets less cool. I've
0: had it for six months. Wait, what was it? I'm sorry. Oh, my car? Oh, yeah. When I get close to the handles. If
1: I have have my keys in my purse, then it just senses them. And once it senses my hand, it just unlocks.
2: My my car is manual everything manual transmission, the roll down windows. And I pulled up to a a place in LA with Valet. I rarely do it, but I, you know. And uh, I pulled up, and the guy goes, Oh, is that manual? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I can't park it. He was like, you can park for free. Like, I won't charge you. <laughs> he was like, can you park? He's <laughs> <Is>
3: that scary? <laughs> I, I can't do yeah. this, <laughs> man.
2: Yeah. I was like, all right. yeah, Sure. Free parking. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I call it the millennial theft deterrent. Yeah. That's so like, like, How do I even start this? There are three pedals. That is true. I didn't think about how, how many people, how few people. Yeah. Know how to drive? Do you know yeah. how to? Oh yeah, no, I had manual for years. Oh, okay. years my years. mom made me. She she was yeah. like, this way you can drive any car, and now no car is manual right. anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean honestly, I'd
2: probably prefer it. It's it's more fun. It depends
0: though. For general commuting, it's kind of a pain in the ass.
2: Yeah, but. I I liked it out here, like when it would get icy and snowy. Yeah. out because you can mm. control like what gear you can keep it in a low gear. But like in LA with all the traffic, it is a nightmare. Just constantly it's, changing, yeah. Yeah, and your foot gets sore from like pushing the clutch in, and so like oh. it's it's a nightmare. I'll never do it again. So you're
1: living in LA now, right? <laughs> yep. All right, and then you're just so. How much time do you spend back in Portland?
2: Kind of depends. Um, well, so for the holidays? Yeah this yeah. this is a long one. I'm here until the thirtieth, and I got here the tenth. Wow. But yeah, I was in Salem um, last weekend. At the uh, Capital City Theater But um, yeah My main thing was You know I wanted to To pay my rent So I had to book A bunch <laughs> of fair. gigs Yeah So like I was uh, at Salem last week I'm at Helium This week with uh, Moshe Kasher And Natasha Legero Awesome And then Bend The next weekend So kind of Doing all of oh, the, cool. the Doing Portland Or Oregon stuff
1: Are you gonna be in Portland For the holidays For mm-hmm. Christmas Yeah And then head to Bend Oh it's gonna be so pretty there
2: I know Yeah
1: you'll have your... Well, I guess your car isn't here. No. Yeah.
2: No. Driving my mommy's car. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. Yeah, it's it's wild. Like being 36 and staying at your mom's house is just like...
1: Dude... Hey, why not? No, I go to visit my parents up in Bremerton and my mom will um, drop my sister and I off and pick us up from the bar. <laughs> that's <funny. laughs> I know. I, just, I'm, I have no shame. I'm like... And, and it actually
2: has made like smoking pot <laughs> so exciting again. You know? Because <laughs> I'm like... I'm like, oh, they're gone. I better go out and smoke. Like, oh, it stinks in here. Oh, air it <laughs> oh, no. out. Oh, I gotta
1: hide my playboys. And then I remember, I'm like,
2: I'm 36. I don't really give a shit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's no legal worries. now. Like, yeah. you're
2: doing absolutely
0: nothing wrong. And, and she knows. Like, I think I
2: got caught with pot when I was like 15. So it's been. 20 years. Now, like I think she can get over it. Yeah.
1: It is funny how, no matter how old you are, you still feel like a kid. In yeah, some ways. yeah. I mean, I still feel like that when I visit my parents, too.
2: Yeah. And, and my mom, you know, I'm an only child. So my mom just really leans into the, like, my little baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: is she going to go down with you to bend?
2: No, no. She's really funny with, with stand up. Like, she came, uh, like, I did a, a Wednesday headlining show at Helium. She came to that. But, like, even this week at Helium, she's like, who are you with? And I'm like, oh, Moshe Kasher, Natasha Lagero." Liz- she's like, I've never heard of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she just does She's not interested. My parents
1: are always so unimpressed with people we've had on unless, like, they've been on – I think my mom recognized Paul Reiser. And, mm-hmm. the, you know, from that – Right. This, it, yeah. It, right. But I'm, They've so been, I'm been on, like, all America's amazing... Got Talent. Then, exactly. Then my parents know we who We have all are. these amazing people we get to talk to. My parents are like, oh, that's great, honey. I'm like, I you don't know who that is. Who that is. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Greg Proops I wor- worked with one time, and it just – Oh, he's wonderful. She was so blown away. And by the way, he's completely opposite political from her bit. But she was like, you see him on TV, and then there he is just right in front of you. <laughs> Sweet. That is the <laughs> that's sweetest awesome. –
1: Oh, my gosh. But,
2: yeah, that, and that's the fun thing with living in L.A. now. Like, she's she gets so – she's like, so do you see celebrities? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I actually uh, – I don't know where exactly it is, but Jay Leno's garage is somewhere. Oh,
1: the, with all of his, like, hundreds of fancy cars? Yeah, remember, like, yeah.
2: it's somewhere between my apartment in Los Angeles because anytime I see a, a wild car where I'm like, whoa, what is that car? I'm like – Jay Leno. It's Jay Leno again. It Jay? Just, it's always Is it actually him? Yeah, <laughs> I see him. I'm not joking. Oh
1: my god, you're serious.
2: Two, three times a week just driving down the street. and <laughs> Driving one of his fancy cars? Yeah, in the wildest car you've ever seen. You're like, Jay Leno. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just driving down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
1: It's that. <laughs> my Ralphs. So I go to that one. <laughs> I just went to LA for the first time in years last weekend. Mm. That's where I was flying back from, from California. I nice. stayed off of La Brea? hmm That's gross. It was super gross. Yeah. It was, like, the scariest. Yeah. Like, Airba- like clearly you could tell that this apartment was just for, like, uncared-for Airbnbs. <laughs> like, every single mailbox in the entire, the like, if you could even call it, a lobby was open or broken. Nice. Oh, wow. And you had to have a code to get into the door, then a code to get into the elevator, and then a code to get into the room. Yeah,
2: codes for everything. Codes
1: for everything.
2: Everything.
0: See, the- but if you had the chip, you wouldn't need to remember the codes. <laughs> oh, God.
1: No, oh. it was... Yeah, it was uh, pretty terrifying. I remember, like, we're like, oh, we got such a good deal. It's like, now we understand why we got such a good deal.
2: No, L- L.A. is like it, – it's so funny growing up out here. Like it really is a culture shock. I actually – the news yesterday I saw this gal who – um someone at a bar pit pocketed her. Like they oh. leaned their coat over and took her wallet out of her purse and she was on the news going, I just – i don't feel the same about portland anymore it's just just, and i'm like it was a non-violent crime like i have friends who got knives shoved in their face for their phones and someone taking your wallet without you even knowing like that's the (laughs) nicest way to get robbed (laughs) that's a sweet way there's no violence Um, yeah there's no trauma to it the biggest trauma is
3: Oh, it's Where's gone. my wallet. Oh, <laughs> like <man>. that's it. <laughs>
2: I will
1: tell you I am so paranoid about losing my wallet that I actually have chained it to my purse. I mean,
2: that you'd fit in in LA. Uh, I, was, I,
1: I think that every my mom has raised me like everyone's trying to steal everything from you at all times. So uh, much more all your stuff.
2: Nathan Brannon, when he was living out there, he told me one time he was like I never realized how many blue outfits I owned until I moved into a blood neighborhood.
3: Oh <laughs>
2: shit! He's like, I, and he's like, I would see dudes just like leaning against my car and be like, "Well, guess I'm taking an Uber." Oh man! <laughs> yeah, it gets wild. I live in damn. Ch- I didn't even think about that. I live in Sherman Oaks, so I live in the valley. Okay. So it's it's a lot nicer. Which, and I think it was very lucky because. Moving straight to Hollywood would have probably scared the.
1: the yeah, crap. <laughs> I mean it was it, it was interesting. Like walking down Hollywood Boulevard, I'm like, oh, I don't. It's think gross. This is safe. It is super gross. Yeah, like, it's like every other thing, it's like wig shop, wig shop, fetish shop. Um, you know, like <laughs> like, it was just so many wig and fetish shops, and then, and then people
2: in costumes. Yes,
1: and-, and then like. Can I I don't think we ever talked about this on the show. Jessica and I were talking about this my friend I went with. There are very attractive homeless people there. Mhm. Really? It's like really like I don't know if people just came out there to be stars and it didn't work out.
2: It's a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah, cuz it's like but-
1: good like it looks like like cast like movie extra homeless people like
2: cast as homeless people like cast for- as homeless people like I hot
1: dirty guy if you give him a shower and a haircut could be like you know. The or they
2: always life. look like a character in a video game that will give you a side quest yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you're like that guy has a lot of scarves what's going on there
1: <laughs> so many scarves
2: yeah i yeah. saw there was a homeless guy i saw one time uh changing his shirt on the street and just the most tone just cut, cut <laughs> just like yoked, you know. I was like, wow, that and but then, like, the scariest beard and weirdest face. But but that body ripped, I was, ripped. Like, I was <laughs> like, damn, dude. And
1: this is very much like a bizarro world, yeah. It was, we're right next but to you the do muse- well in
0: Portland, man. Like, no. <laughs>
1: we're right next to the Museum of Selfies and like oh 17 my God.
0: Museum of Selfies, There's something
1: called the Museum of Selfies, and what is in it? Uh, people, taking- <laughs> like when- yes, that's what it is. It has a statue out in front of a girl sitting there taking a picture of herself. I'm like, okay, this is a thing. Like 17 different Scientology, yeah, buildings everywhere.
2: I almost moved into a Scientology place oh. when I first moved out. Wait, like a Scientology, like joining a a church? No. So what it was is, um, you know, I was looking on Craigslist and stuff for places to live. And I saw this one that said, artist community. You'll live with people you want to work with. And I was like, you know, coming from Portland. I'm like, like, oh, I love that. Yeah. It was really cheap. And uh, I Googled it, just the place itself. And there was a Yelp review Uh for the apartment, which I was like. That's weird. (laughs) And so I checked it, and uh, they were like, hey, this is a Scientology recruitment center. Holy shit. And what they do, the rent's super cheap, but you have to work on the property to, like, you know, landscaping or vacuuming or something to make up for it. That's shady. And then they indoctrinate you while you're. Cause you're stuck in the work, yeah. Oh <laughs> wow! And then you're, like
1: you don't have a lot of money and need a place to stay. that's, yeah. that's like awful. an indentured
0: servant, basically. At that yeah, point. It, yeah.
2: And so I was just like, I was like, boop. I'm not gonna do that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I will pass on that. <laughs>
2: Too good to be true, for sure. Do You encounter a lot of Scientologists? Not really. I mean, or maybe I do. Maybe and I just, they just about it. Just don't yeah. know. Yeah, and that's what I've heard. That a lot of them, um, you know, it, unless you kind of initiate it with them, they're not gonna. Yeah, they're not gonna really try. You know, because you may be uh what do they call them? An undesirable
0: or whatever. Yeah. Right. I got harassed by one down there in LA one time. There, there's that big place on, on Sunset, I think. Yeah. yeah, the big, huge center. The well, there were two centers, center. one
1: on either side of Hollywood Boulevard because we would like cross the street because a bunch of them were coming at us and then there was another center. Yeah,
2: and I think those ones are where you get the more aggressive just trying yeah. to like cold call people walking down the street because you do have like, you know, the, the homeless people or people who just Kind of came to L. A. on a whim, and they're like, oh, "I'm going to go to Hollywood Boulevard." And it's a right. lot of
1: tourists. Yeah, a lot of people wandering around looking at the stars on the ground. Yeah. And-, and
2: by the way, if you're in L. A. and you lay down on that sidewalk to take a picture with one of those stars, someone shit there. <laughs> like there, someone did poop there. You are covered. It is in human so. Shit. Anytime I see someone do that, I'm like, no, no, no get off there! Like, oh, <laughs> don't do that. The things I have seen people do on that sidewalk in broad daylight. Uh, no, oh, don't it, lay on it.
1: It's like a jungle out there. Like there are people like screaming and singing. Like there were cops just wa- like following this guy who was just like air punching and like dance yelling. Like the And they weren't even doing – they were just kind of talking with each other and kind of slowly like keeping pace with him. Yeah. Just living it, his life.
2: It's – you know, there's 8 million people living in a really tight proximity. So, yeah, it's – even watching the news at night, it's just—it's the most depressing thing. Oh. And then you come out here, and they're like, "Here's a cute cat," and you're like, "Yeah." Right oh, in L.A., they're busy talking about the twelve murders that happened in the last hour. I got On pickpocketed the Brea, huh? yeah. most likely. And the car chases—tons of car chases. Oh my it's god!
1: Wild. Wait, Greg, what were you gonna say about Scientology?
0: Oh no, it's fine. No, no, I was gonna talk about the the Sunset Boulevard one. not
1: is that the one that they came yeah. out and yelled at you?
0: Uh, yeah, no, I got harassed by it because I, I was basically I took a picture Which is
1: terrifying
0: and um, and then got back in my car and this dude on a bike came and blocked the car <laughs> and started questioning over and over. He's like, where are you from? What are you doing? Why are you here? And then he started taking pictures of me. Ooh, and like, you're in I'm like, fuck, dude. I'm like, I'd like to leave, please. He's like, well, um, where are you going home to? Where are you staying here? Like, I just question, question, question. I'm like, I do I'm not, not going like to answer that. that, man. I'm not going to answer yeah. that. I'm not going to answer that. And then finally, he just scooted back a little bit so I could get out of the way. But it was just yeah, crazy. Yeah,
2: I, I took a wrong turn and went down. They have, like, an L. Ron Hubbard way where, like, because there's, like, the Celebrity Center, but then there's, like, their big, like, office or whatever. And I took a wrong turn down the office one, and one of their security guards followed my car until I drove drove out. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, there it's definitely makes you feel like we are watching everything. Right.
1: Well, I did see one go, come out of like this big wrought iron gate, which was kind of fun fe- because um, my friend's kid. I'm just like, look, that's a real
3: one. She's like, <laughs> that's
1: a real Scientologist. <laughs> they
2: um, because the Celebrity Center is just adjacent to Upright Citizens Brigade Theater.
1: Oh, okay.
2: So when I, I took classes there, and you know, you have to see shows as part of part of the class, and. Uh, they were having like a party there one night that just sounded so much. There was like a live band, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds fun." <laughs> That's what they're doing. <laughs> Try to lure in future, yeah.
0: future other celebrities. At the celebrities, yeah, to come on across
2: the street. <laughs> it, it's yeah, it's wild. But you know, it, it it's weird. Like L.A., it's just everyone's so busy doing their own thing that you know, unless you're looking for them, like you're not. Yeah, good. yeah. And people, like I was writing for this podcast and. I made a Scientology joke, and I had to write my manager. I was like, "Is the host a Scientologist? I just I want to make sure before I before I make fun of this person, yeah, make fun of Scientology, that he's not."
1: That's true. I guess that is a problem you would have in LA. And mm-hmm. Not very many other places.
2: Yeah, you just don't know. Don't want to offend oh, him. Man.
1: Yeah, when I was um, when I was there randomly, my Lyft driver was uh, just I ended up talking to him. This really rad dude. Turns out that um, he was one of Prince's original bass players. I
2: think I've had another friend who rode with that guy
1: before.
2: That's what we were talking about. We're like,
0: I bet this guy tells this story in every single Oh, a million times. It was
1: rehearsed. But it was amazing. I sat and, you know, because my ride from the airport to um, the glamorous area of La Brea (laughs) was like an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so yes, yeah, so he was just telling us all about it. Yeah, he was really cool. Yeah, and but it was trippy because I looked and he's like, "Oh, you can look me up," and I'm like, "Okay, I <laughs> <I love> to <laughs> all right, shit. fine." Yeah, I'm like, "It actually is him." <laughs> and
2: then you get out and you're like, "Oh, why is he driving Uber?" That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's um, you know the guy from uh, "Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter." Said that dishes are done. Yeah, man. yeah. I had a friend who worked at a call center with him. Oh wow, he
1: was in so many things yeah. in the '90s
2: and and just. Is in a call center now. Yeah, I know. Now we're off. <laughs> I this guy's the face again. Yeah,
1: because he was in so many things that I watched.
2: Yeah, he was at his moment, and then still gotta eat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and you know you, you start getting money, and you think it's always gonna be there, and right, then it drives up. Save and, it, yeah. and
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's kind of sad, but he also seemed he really did seem like he did have a pla- like he was happy to have a platform. Yeah, to, be able to just like retell it over and over. Yeah, so as soon as it started, I'm like. This is something you, you'd do. Totally. You'd do. Wow. Keith Coogan. Keith Coogan. That's his name. Keith
0: Coogan? Which, uh, where is he at? Oh, okay. Yes. That was him. All right. That's yeah, now we're now, now we're <laughs> <laughs> now to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Now I remember. Yeah, he was yeah. in a lot of stuff.
1: No, I know. He was <gasps> – was he in he – was... Don't Tell Mom, the babysitter. No, he's no, in no, Adventures in um, Babysitting. Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he's also, Brad. Was he in um, Honey, I Shrunk –
2: the he might have been in that too. No, I I know who you're thinking of, but it's but another. He's got a pretty stellar.
0: He's got 82 credits. I know. And still working in the call center. Man, yeah. Good
1: for Keith Coogan. You Living know what? Dreams. You gotta pay those bills. Yeah. yeah, you gotta pay the bills. I spent my weekend cater waitering. You know, interesting babysitting all all money doesn't gotta last do forever. What we gotta do. Yeah. yeah, and and you know he
2: was a kid, so right. there probably is some sort of parent. Somebody know. took that money. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, it was just in the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's doing it.
0: Yeah, well, good. All right, well, we settled that. Now we need to get him on the show, too. I know, I want to.
1: I still want to get the kid who played Toby from Labyrinth, who lives here in Portland. Yeah. That's one of my ones that I want to get.
0: Yeah, but he wouldn't remember anything about Labyrinth.
1: I don't want to talk to him about being a baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, just in general, he's done more since then. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know.
0: I thought maybe that was just did one tell thing. Me what it was I don't like know. When you were one, <laughs> what did it feel like to have David Bowie hold you? Uh, it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Super I remember being comforted. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, man. Well, you are. Uh, I mean,
2: you're here in Oregon for the next couple of weekends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this Where week we can go see you.
1: So you're going. So of course you're opening for Moshe and
2: Moshe Natasha. and Natasha Helium uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I'll be at Doe on Wednesday. Um, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Uh, GabeDinger.com. There's more information. Um, and then this April, uh, a TV show I wrote on a, a game show called Nice Ones is coming out on Quibi.
3: That's
0: awesome. And
2: uh, Quibi, it's this new platform that's coming out that um, nothing is longer than eight minutes. Okay. And they just picked up the rights to like Reno 911. I
1: just saw that they were doing – That's awesome. Yeah, so
2: it's going to be on Quibi. And the show we're doing, um, it's a game show hosted by Ron Funches, and it's called Nice Ones. And it's basically like roast battle but complimenting. So it's uh, three comedians and three rounds – the first round, they get a general topic that they all have to compliment. The second round, they pick from a board and they have to compliment it. And then the final two go in the circle of friendship and have to compliment each <laughs> oh other. Oh
1: my god, that's amazing! And whoever yeah.
0: compliments the best wins the
2: yeah wins wins uh, nothing. <laughs> but that's that's hilarious. But yeah, and <laughs> but some really happiness. really great comedians are on that, and uh, and we worked really hard on it. And so in April, I mean, I'm sure I'll probably be back before that. And I'll- yeah make you guys Oh yes, I'm just it Oh hell yeah. Oh
1: my god. No, that congratulations. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, it's my first yeah, uh, a
1: game show in which comedians attempt to out compliment each other. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's exactly what the world needs Oh, right it, now.
2: it's it's so fun and it was, you know, everyone working on it was like, this is really nice. Uh-huh. You know, like <laughs> just a just a, you know, 8 minutes of just complimenting things and That's
1: I love that. and some
2: idea. wild things like, you know, people had to compliment incels and yeah. people had to compliment traffic. Oh Okay.
1: Good yeah, we,
2: we made it hard on them. <laughs> it is not, you know. <laughs>
1: how fun. So that's coming out in April. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how cool.
2: That's great. All right,
1: but then in the meantime, uh, for this year, however, you can see you this weekend at, at Helium. Yes. Yep. Next weekend in Bend.
2: In Bend at the last blockbuster.
1: <gasps> Wait.
2: Wait, are you really at yeah, the last blockbuster? Yeah, they do show Seriously?
0: the last Seriously? Oh, that's awesome.
1: That is Which is true. That the last
2: blockbuster yeah. is in Bend.
1: And that – good for them. Way to enterprise on that. Yeah.
2: I I actually worked at a Blockbuster for like five years. Really? It was my favorite day job that I ever had.
1: Oh, wow. And so
2: I'm just excited. (laughs) Like I have my my number memorized. I still know my membership code. So I'm like – I want to see if I have late fees oh, <laughs> my God. I'm pretty sure I had late fees when they went under oh yeah. Yeah, me too Oh, I mean yeah. as soon as you knew they were going under it's like yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go pay that yeah. <laughs> yeah. which was the
1: one that was on Hawthorne was that Hollywood video or was that there was, I, think, I think that was Hollywood yeah. oh yeah because I went in right before they were going under and and um, I was trying to rent a movie they're like well you can't I, you can't rent them unless you pay your fees it was like $60 and I'm like well do I have to and they're like well no. And I'm like, well, I just won't rent the movie. I know. That's what I figured
2: out, too. They're like, as long as you say no, they're like. I know. I'm like, well, then I just won't
1: rent the movie and I won't pay the fees. And then it was gone. I'm like, okay.
2: Yeah. In (laughs) in theory, they would say they would send it to collections. But I think they only collected if it was like hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Substantial. Yeah. But that was the trick. So like with old movie rentals, they would get them before they came out. So each movie was like a 100 bucks a piece. Which is why the late fees would go so high is because they're-
0: Right.
1: Trying, oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, because if you didn't recoup. return it,
0: they tried to charge you, yeah, like
2: 80 bucks or something. Yeah, because that's what yeah. they were paying for it.
1: God, I loved but. going to the video store on Friday nights. Did you I, work there in, in high school? Yeah, high oh. school.
2: I, I worked there, I was like from 16 to 21, I worked there.
1: That's rad. Uh,
2: yeah, I love and it was, you know, back, back in those days, mm-hmm. like they encouraged overtime because they were such a successful business so they were like yeah work 80 hours a week we'll pay you whatever like
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> it, it was such a good job i loved it
1: oh i just loved going to the video store and like getting a snack
2: i think it, i have a feeling it's going to come back you think i do i cuz with all the nostalgia like things that are come back I just feel like actually. I mean there's like movie madness well and timely enough
1: uh, James Westby who's a local director here in town just came out with a movie I think it premiered last night here in town called uh, At the Video Store Mm -hmm. and he did a bunch of interviews with people around the country like John Waters is in it but then like a bunch of people who grew up like working in video stores yeah which is yeah, which I really wanted to see, and they film a lot of it at Movie Madness, of mm-hmm. course. And,
2: yeah, yeah, Movie Madness is. I actually tried to get a job there after my my blockbuster time, but it's too corporate, I guess. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they I was can gonna tell. say that's probably like the the cool kids. Oh, slash. abs! You can watch actual movies, right? Like, that would have been the best. Man,
1: yeah. Here, I'll show this to you after. Oh, cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I l- I love. I loved it. It, it was is. such I'd, a fun job. And going
1: to see, like, if you get the one last tape that was there, because all the fake, you know, the fake fronts. Yeah. And then seeing if you'd be able to find, like, yeah, the and, one behind there right. still. And
2: just wandering around, which, I mean, I guess we all still, you know, when you're just going through the Netflix search, you're st- kind of wandering through the video store. but
1: That's totally true. But it's not the same
2: as... It's not as, the same, though, yeah. Yeah, you know, being there and...
1: And finding that one movie that you'd never heard of that turns out to be your favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cover
2: box just looked cool, and so you're like, all right, I'll try this.
1: That's pretty amazing.
2: Maybe it will come back. I think it you know, just so. like record stores. Like, they went away, and then they came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? that's true.
1: Well, cause it's nice to have tangible things still. Like, that's what I miss about, like, having, like, VHS, you know, tapes Well, and, and
2: I think with the trend of digital streaming, you know, they're able to – Like, you know, we're not going to see the same versions of movies. So, Mm -hmm. like, as these bigger companies start buying smaller companies, they're going to edit the movies how they want them. So if you want to see them in their original form. Right. You're going to have to watch it on a DVD. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or even, like, going back to Kevin Smith, I don't know what the deal is, but Dogma – has some sort of weird contract thing with the Weinstein Company of all people, huh. and that's why Dogma doesn't stream anywhere. And if you look it up on Amazon, it's like forty dollars to buy a copy really? of Dogma. Wow. That's so weird because there's some weird tie-up with you know the rights and stuff. So How strange. Yeah, so it'll be it's getting to where like some movies you just they'll just be gone unless there are video stores. Just we have a friend,
1: them. Todd Workoven, who takes, who finds a lot of, he loves to go to the bins mm-hmm. and they have a show called Binsworthy too, where they, like he finds things, but he finds a lot of old VHS tapes and then yeah. we'll put them online so that way they're not like lost forever. He finds the most ridiculous, ridiculous things. I do like. that a lot with comic books
2: Yeah, too. I get the discount bins and I'm like, oh, you need a home. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you a home. Yeah. Somebody should be reading you on a plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm going
1: to take you for a ride.
0: Awesome. Well, Gabe, thank you for coming I in. I think that we should uh, just, Oh, so – yeah. I appreciate I, there's nothing that. we can No, that. this is the show. No, right, yeah, right. this is the show. All
1: right, I'm pulling up the thing. All right. All
0: right, pull up the thing and the music and the stuff. And the stuff
1: and all the stuff. Well, thank you. And, and but, please, we, we want to have you back in yeah, absolutely. before April.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure I'll be
2: back before April.
1: Okay, so. cool.
0: Well, I want people to know, too, because wherever they're listening, so gabedinger.com, that's the best
2: place yeah, yeah, to yeah, see yeah, all your shows. I have my schedule up and, uh, Yeah. Please come out and, and laugh.
1: Cool, yeah, because it seems like you're on the road quite a bit. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's been a busy year.
1: Okay, well, don't become a Scientologist. No. I mean, unless you want to. I'm yeah. not going to...
2: I mean, it depends on what they have to choice. offer. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like the parties are great, so... I, I, do I get to be a Mission Impossible?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I do it. Okay, do, you think, do they bring Tom Cruise out for those things anymore, to like recruiting stuff? Uh, or is he just too high up? I'm off.
2: sure at the Celebrity Center he, yeah. he still still does stuff. I could see that. I mean, he's yeah, he's their best, right? Best spokesperson. Him
1: and Danny Masterson,
2: and no, well, yeah, yeah I don't they think him anymore. Yeah, they're not. They're kind of quiet about him with all of his. Oh, he's got a he lot th- of. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, don't, I don't even. Know but I don't, but think they,
2: I don't think they're promoting him anymore. They don't promote, but oh, they, but they also don't, you know, shun him either. me there. Right. But yeah. but yeah, he had some.
1: Some not good
2: stuff. Yeah, so Travolta and, Tr- Travolta and Cruz will always be there. <laughs> the I just found list. out. I'm the stage. Beck isn't, well, I always heard Beck was a Scientologist. I just read that. Yeah, that
0: he like left or something. It was, or it was
2: it? just his parents. His parents Oh, he wasn't ever one himself? He, no, he was like, that was just. What a, a terrible a rumor man. to have about yourself. I mean, his parents were. So yeah. you grew up in the environment. But he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm a Scientologist. Huh. And then Jason Lee, of course. Jason
0: Lee, yeah, Jenna Elfman. Oh, I yeah, she was and always,
1: then um the girl from
0: Giovanni Rabisi too,
2: isn't Oh, he? Giovanni Rabisi. Yeah. And uh, Ethan, I'm always just kind of disappointed, Ethan's you know. slurp I always want to say slurpy, but the other guy from my name is Earl. Oh, who, he who is was also too. A Mallrats, yeah. Wow.
1: And the girl Donna from that 70s show. She
2: mm-hmm. is. Oh, yeah. that's right because
0: there were certain things she couldn't film or promote yeah, or some, something. there was something about that, something, yeah. Something, yeah. Huh. Well, We've definitely covered a lot of Scientology on this yeah. Show. yeah, we're, we're all going to get sued. Yep. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, going to murder us. <laughs> well, Scientology, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Also, for those of you that are subscribers uh, to the uh, Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, right after this, we'll play the newest episode uh, of Portland at the Movies, which is going to be about a, a movie called A Walk in My Shoes. Which is a Hallmark <laughs> Christmas movie knockoff that was filmed here in Portland. Cool. Perfect.
1: They film so many like bad Christmas movies here in yeah. Portland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. It's
0: perfect for it. I love it. them all. <laughs> all right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up.